from all eternity, Almighty God had a plan for his creation. And because, as the angel said in the gospel today, nothing will be impossible for God, it's a truth that nothing could foil or defeat the plan of God for what he made. And so in the first reading today, the church gives us this passage from Genesis, from the very first pages of Scripture, immediately after the first sin, the original sin, the fall of humanity and really the the wounding of all that God had made. And immediately after that first sin, it's clear that God still has a plan, that he's accounted for this, particularly in the words that he speaks to the serpent in punishment for his role in the fall. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. He will strike at your head while you strike at his heel. The church has always heard in these words the very first, the initial promise of a Savior who would crush the head of Satan, the serpent, and in doing so would win the ultimate victory over sin and death. Right immediately in the aftermath of sin, God makes clear that his plan is not ruined. And then down through the centuries, particularly through the history of the chosen people of Israel, and especially in the prophets, The Lord is preparing. God plays the long game. Down through the centuries, he's preparing for the fulfillment of this promise that he gave. Until, in the fullness of time, that promise is fulfilled in the incarnation of his own son. And today, with this beautiful feast of the Immaculate Conception, we're reminded that Part of God's preparation for what he planned to do for the salvation of the world included the woman. He had said, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. And so when God's plan comes to fulfillment, there's a new Eve, a new woman. And in the immaculate conception of our blessed mother, that privilege, that grace, that she received from the very first moment of her existence in the womb of St. Anne, that grace to be free from original sin. God was working his most immediate and intimate preparation, creating in her this perfect, worthy vessel through whom he would give the world the Savior. That's why we celebrate this day with such joy and solemnity in the church. And then our second reading today, these beautiful words from the first chapter of St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, remind us that God's plan for all that he has made includes each one of us in a most personal, particular way. In him, we were also chosen. You and I, each one of us, is chosen, willed into being by God. His plan includes us. 
And no matter what evil we suffer, and even more, no matter what evil we commit through sin, his plan will not be foiled or ruined. He can save each of us, and he has in Christ. And just as in that plan for all of creation and the salvation of the whole cosmos, just as that included the new Eve, the woman, the blessed, our blessed mother, so too, his plan for you and me personally involves her. We are invited just as St. Joseph was by the angel in his dream to take her into our home. We are invited just like the beloved disciple was at the foot of the cross to welcome her as our mother. Because the Lord desires to teach us, especially through Our Lady, how we are called to open ourselves to that plan of His that cannot be foiled. Because you see, the thing is, He also respects our freedom. And we have to choose to welcome the grace of God. We have to choose to accept the gift of salvation. And Mary teaches us better than anyone else how to do that. Because she, more perfectly than anyone, opened herself to the grace of God. And it's especially through her words to the angel that we learn how we are called to live. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. That posture of trustful surrender and abandonment to the Lord. Trust in his will. Trust that no matter what happens in our lives, no matter how terrible things may seem at times, his plan will not be foiled. And he can and he will save us. You and I weren't conceived immaculately. We came into this world with original sin. But if we open ourselves like this to the grace of God, if we persevere in seeking his grace, if we learn from our blessed mother how to live those words of hers, may it be done to me according to your word, then the beautiful fruit of it all will be that you and I, who were not conceived immaculately, nevertheless will stand immaculate with her before the throne of God in heaven. That's his desire for us. St. Paul said that that he wants us to be holy and without blemish before him. If nothing will be impossible for God, if nothing can foil or ruin his plan, then we have to believe it's possible and can happen for you and I to become immaculate. That's what it will be to be in heaven in the end. Nothing imperfect, no blemish will be there. So let us today thank the Lord for this great privilege he gave to our Blessed Mother. Let's look to her as our model for how to open ourselves and respond with all our hearts to the grace of God. Let's ask her to intercede for us that we too, like her, might live our lives humble servants of the Lord, surrendered to him, desirous of doing only his will. O Mary, conceived without original sin, Pray for us who have recourse to thee. St. Patrick, pray for us.